Oh my god, I think I pressed record by accident. Uh, uh, do the thing, do the thing. Help, help. Which one, the heartbeat, the alarm? Uh, the applause and the cheer. This one? Yeah. And the music. Uh, applause at the same time. Music and applause at the same time. And the heartbeat. <laughs> the air horn. Welcome to Creative Vices. Oh no, that's not the right show. That's like back in the past. What is this called? Creative Vices, that's right. What do you... I've had too much water, man. I need I need some booze. You all right, man? No. <laughs> I just I came from a shoot. And right. from... I'll give you some booze. I'll give you some booze. That's what are what we, we having today? That's what we do here at Creative Vice. Well, 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 let's find out first who we have on today, and then what are we having? Yeah. Or is it? Who a are you? Yeah. Who are you? Mysterious stranger. They call me Kevin. Kevin what? Kevin Nielsen. Oh, hi, Kevin Nielsen. Pleasure to meet you. I mean, hi. I don't know how I got here. Uh, there, there was a door, uh, it was locked, but I unlocked it. And then I opened the door. I'm like, Hey, you said, Hey, a long, long arduous journey. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Wild ride here. Like, uh, one second I was at home and then I was outside your door. And then between of the land and truck, do you not, do you want to be the next Chris? No, I'm going to hand it to you over away from the table. So I don't spill it all, all over the system. Shout out to Chris though. We love you. Just don't spill shit on my board. Well, welcome to the show, Kevin. Uh, it's been, you've heard about this since episode one or two, I think. Yeah. And it was... Time listener. Good to have you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time. Good time. What are we having today? We are having hot chocolate and Bailey's Irish cream. Oh, my God. Mm, oh my chin, God. chin. This is perfect for the holiday season. For those of you that may want to know, we're on September... 15th? 15th or 14th? I don't know. What day is it? 19. 19. September 19, 2023. And here in Atlanta, it's just starting to shift into the cool breeze of winter. Fall. Winter. Autumn. Winter's coming. Autumn. <laughs> Lord snow. Winter's always coming. Yeah. The walkers. I had a I had a fire in my fireplace the other day. The other <sighs> night. This, this feels nice. That's what it's for. Doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it taste good? Yeah. I feel good. I'm blowing on it because it's hot. I don't. I can feel the hot beverage. I can only imagine with like some like whipped cream. Ugh, it wasn't in the budget, man. So that's all right. That's all right. Some budget. marshmallows or what? Yeah. If, if anybody wants to try it, if you're just gonna make a cup, just do a shot of Bailey's with a cup of hot chocolate, and then uh, there's these wafer straws that are filled with chocolate. Oh hell yeah, I love those. Put that. Put some uh, whipped cream on top. Put the wafer straw down there and yeah. add some jimmies on there. You got yourself a good holiday drink. It's a great holiday drink. It's fire. Also, <clears throat> it could make you prone to diabetes, so <laughs> drink at your own risk. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's disclaimer. Am- it's America. We use, we have sugar on top of sugar. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that goes down smooth. That's nice. And and we did it with water base. Imagine if we did dairy base. Let's oh. for, for you guys know. Uh, for you guys to know, it's eight thirty p.m. So yeah, this is gonna put me to sleep. Yeah, we're just yeah. getting the party started. <laughs> <laughs> Rock with a hot with a hot dairy beverage, mm. a Christmas beverage. We're all gonna be up by the fire. in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have our sinuses. <laughs> for this episode, I might use like some like Christmas jingle. I might have to ask Grill to give me the hookup because I don't have Artless anymore. So I'm kind of like you will. No, not just to download a track and then send it. It's to a me. motion array, not our list. 
No, I know, but before we had Artless, but then I went broke, so now... Yeah, no more Artless for us. Yeah. What is this you're saying? Artless? Yeah. Art- Artlist. What is I.O. Oh, I saw that, uh, I saw that on one it's of um, the well, I mean, licensing websites. This is how you make videos it. today. Yeah, come on. Oh. That or Motion Ray, it depends. Or there's, other, there's others. There's others, but those others have been... YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. YouTube has their own uh, royalty-free music oh, library. They do? Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. Seems like everyone now does. Adobe does. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to pay for the mm. subscription. That's true. YouTube is free. Is it real? Yeah. Oh. There's also freesound.org that we we learned about. In, uh, That's good one. It's mainly for, for like Foley sounds, like sound effects and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's free. It's free. You download some weird sounds. You look for like a punch bag and they give you like someone like punching a pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a sound bite. I should. Well, we have these good mics. I should probably. I can do foley. I can. I'm pretty good at sound effects. Yeah. Give me. A, give me some a sound effect to do. A uh, man falling off a cliff. Uh... <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was good. Foot. Uh, feet on sand. pretty good right on mud on right. crushed diamonds oh not too bad right on right on uh, so i think we found abe's uh, career yeah <clears throat> it's my calling yep yep he's gonna quit his day job and uh do do <laughs> voiceover sound effect be the next winslow michael winslow there you go who's that guy from uh, police academy michael winslow okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I don't know who that is from Police Academy, man. The guy with the sound effects. Uh, you ever watch that movie? Have you seen Police Academy? Any of them? There's like five of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, a little carried I mean, away. Maybe I've seen it, but just, I mean, we, we we've established this. I, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker that doesn't watch as many movies. Yeah, it's yeah. a really good it's a really good comedy. I think from like the '80s, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. You know what you uh, should watch though? I mean, I know you watched it. Let me even see if you watched it. You know what's surprisingly awesome? What? One Piece. Yeah, I also watched. I haven't watched it, but I've seen you share yeah. a number of things from it. It's it's actually really good. I also watched the anime, so take it from me: the show is pro- to me probably the best live action anime adaptation I've seen. Really? Because people get that wrong so many times, and this show, with all its faults, is actually really good. Oh, look at that! You're going for seconds. Really well made. It, I am going for seconds. It had. See, I it, made two for a reason. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that because it looked like from the trailer that I've seen, it looked based off of anime. So this makes complete sense. It is. It's it a, is. It's a, well, it's a manga that they made into an anime as they normally do, and then they made the live action yeah. show. But this is from like this is an old show. I think I think it's from like 2008 or some shit. I don't know. Uh, really? Well, the show I'm not sure. It but started in like the early 2000s. But the manga's like from the 80s, I think. Yeah, the manga's old as shit. So the only, I think I I'm not. I don't know anything about anime or manga or anything, but there's this TV show that I've never been able to find out what it was. It's where they had these pets that would also transform into spaceships. What's spaceships? The, what have you been on? These pets. You said pets, and I thought Digimon, but I don't know about spaceships. Yeah, no, it was it was it was it was a brief thing on either the WB18 or Cartoon Network. Um, and pets that would transform into spaceships. Yeah, like if it was on Cartoon Network, it probably wasn't an anime. 
just like an animated show. It was like Dragon Ball Z equivalent type. I see. Type deal. Because Dragon Ball Z is an anime. Oh, okay. why would you? That means you're going inside the animal. Yeah. That's weird. It is was that how, weird. Is that how Transformers work? Like, if you're inside Bumblebee, like, are you, like, in his intestines or something? Or? I've only yeah. seen Shia LaBeouf ride on his, like, shoulder. Well, what if he's in, when he's in car form, I mean. Oh. Like, where are you? What part of your body is the chair, the driver's seat? I'm going to go with the knee. <laughs> that, that would make sense because he, like, he, like, buckles up like fetal position style yeah yeah you're, like sitting on his knee like a like a kid on christmas like a good old lap. boy <laughs> <laughs> i would not know I, I would just go to something like super r-rated for some reason what you think you, you we're think you're sitting on his that. on his penile member <laughs> yeah where do you think the feet go as long as i thought they were like the feet would get tucked in i don't think they have penile mem- i don't think they have reproductive organs the transformers you were right because they're all made from the cube yeah they're robots in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the quick because I'm quick on the draw. <laughs> um, honestly, the only animes I've seen were Dragon Ball, Inuyasha, classics, Fully Cooly. I don't know what that many means. people know Fully Cooly. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, Dragon Ball and Inuyasha are old, old ones. I know, I know Uli Dooly, but not Fully Cooly. You're just coming up with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I saw it right through you. You don't know Willie Dooley? Nope. No? Nope. I like DBZ Danny. was like, I can't watch it today because there's just so much yelling. <laughs> That's a lot of anime, believe it or not. It's a lot of yelling. It's mostly shonen animes are like a lot of yelling. Also, I don't yeah. have the patience for its showdowns. If you, if you think back of uh, at least Dragon Ball Z... Like five episodes of just him like raising the spirit bomb, dude. <laughs> took it out of my head, like for real. I get now why my dad was always like, "Turn that shit off." Stay tuned for next week's episode. It's a lot of talking, man. That's a that's a lot of animes when you have like a like a big duel between two main characters and yeah. they're like talking beforehand. It's like five episodes of flashbacks mostly. Dude, apparently, dude. One Piece is not too different either really like the anime well from what i've seen i've only i haven't seen the whole thing because it's like over a thousand episodes but yeah. i've only i've seen like a live the, action that they just came on no no, no the anime oh yeah okay. <laughs> i've seen a good couple hundred and like, i want that to be my career <laughs> from what i've seen they don't have a lot of that dragon ball z thing where they're like facing off and then it's like it takes like five or six episodes to build to the actual battle um they just kind of like go around exploring and they have different little story arcs everywhere they land on their ship. It's really cool. It's kind of obnoxious at first because any anime that starts off with the main character as a kid, they're always like either always yelling or always crying and it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. But then later on in the show, as the seasons go by and they grow and they become more powerful, they like they become kind of dope. They become pretty cool. Just like Gohan and Naruto. And Ash. I think Ash stayed the same the whole time. I don't think Ash changed age in any... Dude, like ever? Uh, from Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he changed sweaters, I think, at some point. Yeah, I think he got like a new, a new pair of gloves or something. <laughs> That's as far as it went, though. I don't know. I didn't watch a lot outside of the first uh, couple of... Dude, when they went beyond Pokemon 151, shows. I was like, I'm done. 
Yeah. I had all 150 memorized. Yeah. And then they were like, and we got like 150 more. more. Yeah. And now it's like a I know I thing. know like a good like maybe five or six generations worth. Not all of them, but I know most of I know all the 151 originals. And then beyond that, I think I know like four or five more generations because of the games. Yeah. And then they kept going and I'm just like, all right, I can't keep up with this. Like I don't I don't know who these are. About, Especially all the legendary ones. I'm like, I don't know. The Simpsons and Family Guy like Simpsons Oh yeah, like they never 20, age. 20 plus years strong, right? South Park. They all yeah. They, well, they did have one, uh, at least one or two episodes of The Simpsons where Bart and Lisa are grown up, so they've done that. Well, the the, the Family Guy had that thing where they acknowledged that that Bonnie character was pregnant for like Forever. several seasons, <laughs> and then finally had the baby. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, and they did it. They did an episode where uh, Stewie was all grown up. Yeah, where he goes into the feature and he's yeah. himself growing. He's like a big nerd. He's all depressed and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like a fucking loser. Brian's dead. <laughs> Dude, uh, when they killed Brian, everyone was so mad that the that Seth had to bring him back. They killed him off, like for real, in an episode. Yeah, like one episode. And then everybody went crazy about that. Yeah, they, and bring they him brought back? him back like two or three episodes later. How'd they bring him back? I forgot. I don't. I don't remember how they did it. Because did he get like some, dropped off? Some, he... Probably some Stewie time travel nonsense. I was gonna say they got like broken bones or like killed or dropped off a ship or something. And... I think he got run over. I don't remember. Yeah, I think he got run over. Is that got, it? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was. I think it was run over. He was like his arm was behind his back and like his nose was like fucking facing down. Yeah, and then they act like that doesn't happen in every episode. Like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Sad story about Pokemon. Oh, shit. Uh, so I'm, I'm originally from Wisconsin, in case anybody couldn't tell from hey, me. Wisconsin? Robots in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all all right. Yeah, We're yep. all all right. Uh, and Wayne's World uh, yeah. touched on Wisconsin a couple of times. But in, I think it was like 2018 or 2017, we just had this like terrible storm. Um, the Some of the roads actually got washed away because of the flooding people got trapped in costco overnight because it just flooded in the store and they couldn't like leave i mean that's not a bad place to get trapped in oh uh, yeah i mean pizza <laughs> pizza mattresses some cannibalism to... it was great for one you got a whole section of it plug in the tv and the they forgot console well that's their problem you went all land of the lost on it was, they could have gone <laughs> down the, they could have gone two aisles down and the tv would have been there <laughs> yeah and you had like change of clothes yeah, a thousand change of clothes. Costco is the best place to honestly get trapped in. You have everything you need right there. And bulk, too. Pictures are, are just, the pictures are hilarious. And it's not, but it is. But so anyway, so I had my stuff stored in, in my, the girl I was dating at the time uh, in her storage basement. And I had my Pokemon cards in a container. I had no doubt in my mind that it was never going to flood. Cause this was way back in the garage. Um, so I didn't even like have plastic containers. Everything was in cardboard and whatnot. I had holographic Charizard. Oh boy! I had first edition uh, like Pikachu and all these things. Like, got some good money in those. It, it would today's money would be worth like a few tens of thousands of dollars. For sure. And Sweet. it flooded, and I lost them all. Damn. Heart broke. How much was the like? How 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 high was the flood? Uh, so in her garage, twelve feet. The some of the cars actually got flooded, uh, in their engines, because wow. they were they were, the back. The, how do I explain this for the listeners? Um, so the the perimeter of the garage was raised, and it 
decreased in height as it went towards the center for drainage purposes. So a lot of the cars would back into their spots and it flooded high enough where some of the engines got flooded because it rose so much water. So it's at least three feet. At least, at least. It was nuts. And so I lost all my Pokemon cards. So much for that drainage. Well, two feet maybe, but still. Design. Freaking Wisconsin. Figure your stuff out. <laughs> lost. But so I do have uh, my dad. I don't know how far back this collection goes, but he uh, he gave me when I was a little kid um, a bunch of his baseball cards. And then along the way, I put like batman cards and lion king cards in it as well lion king cards? Like lion king cards yeah i don't i've never checked to see if they're worth anything but like when the lion king came out like a lot of companies like burger king right burger king would have uh when the pokemon movie came out burger king actually had like good quality pokeballs and then you'd open up the pokeball and there would be a gold-plated uh cast of like a, it's a it's a it's a card but it's gold plated and like a Charizard would be imprinted on it or whatnot. Um, Damn. And like, yes. Yeah, so Burger King? Burger King of all places. Or maybe it was McDonald's or something, but like, toys used to be good back in the day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, before devices. People, people still have like Happy Meals we with used toys to play and with shit. shit. Yeah. Do they? Actually, right now, though, I think um, they're doing Pokemon Happy Meals. Really? Yeah. Uh, one of my coworkers got a Pikachu box of McDonald's that I noticed. Was the toy any good? I don't. I didn't see the toy. I just saw the box. Yeah. Now I, I want assume, a Happy Meal. I now. assume there's like a little toy in there. Should we just pause and go out and get some like chicken nuggs and kids meal? No, I had burgers. <laughs> get out of here. Let's go get some chicken nuggies. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Have you? You guys like Chick Fil A? Yeah. I like their food. I don't like the company. I'm torn because I only get their spicy chicken. Uh, deluxe, deluxe, yeah, but I don't have lettuce or pickles on it or butter, so essentially all I'm getting is breaded chicken and tomatoes, and for the price, I'm like, mm, this is definitely not worth what it's costing me. It's like nine bucks, right? Yeah, it's, it's like that. yeah, it's okay. It's not the best chicken I've ever had, you know, in a pinch when it's like after acting class and it's eight thirty at night and I'm starving. Yeah, I'll go pick some up, but unless it's Sunday, yeah. Yeah, then you're fucked. That's a terrible business model. Yeah. You know how many times I've showed up at Chick-fil-A on a Sunday and been like, fuck. Damn yeah, it. I know. It might be terrible for the consumer, but it's actually brilliant for them because you're like, like you you end up wanting it more and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and then I just burn them down. I mean, that's your call. Yeah. I mean, just make, get me a deluxe before you do that. Yeah, okay. All right. mm. My name's Abraham, and I've created Arson on Chick-fil-A. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk. Uh, so yeah, Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, what's up? There's um, there's. Have you guys seen on TikTok and all these places these weird fucking combinations that they've been making with like sandwiches and shit and like hats and whatever? Um, one of them was uh, getting a spicy chicken sandwich and like marinating it with like the Polynesian sauce, which is like this weird, like sweet and sour sauce, and they add mac and cheese on top of it Ugh. and buffalo sauce and that's a sandwich right there it's a heart attack right there out of curiosity i tried it sounds good it wasn't bad yeah but it wasn't as good as i wanted it never Wh- who would you say has of the fast food chains the best fried chicken popeyes Oof. i haven't gone to popeyes in a minute have you had bojangles 
Yeah, I didn't like it. It was you soggy. Like Bojangles? I really like Bojangles. You're at Popeyes? You went to the wrong Bojangles. Yo, churches? Let me tell you about churches, chicken. So uh, I'm originally from Wisconsin. In 2019, I got a job at Ping, the golf company in Arizona. So I moved to Arizona. And then um, in 2020, uh, November, I bought my house here in Georgia. And on my way over, when I finally crossed Georgia state lines, I was hungry. I had like an hour or so to go, a couple hours actually. I stopped at a, at a big like gas station thing and they had a church's chicken. I don't know what they put in that. I think it was like a honey breaded chicken type delectable thing. But I ate that and I tell you what. I think for like five minutes, I was just in like ecstasy. I was like, what? <laughs> I'll try some churches. What? Churches. Oh. I haven't had churches actually. So you're opening up a whole new world for me. You, you know what was disappointing? Oh, what? Um, Raising Cain. I haven't had that either. Citizen Cain? No, no, that's hey. a movie. <laughs> there's, sure, a, sure there's, can. there's a place called, oh, it's a restaurant in Midtown, Miami. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, it's just, it's Kane, overhyped Kane and, and it's not that good. What? Joaquin Kane? Kane and Abel? <laughs> Michael Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. this. I know he had chicken. Mm. Is it a franchise? Raising Somewhat. Kane's. Yeah, it's it's like overhyped. The sauce apparently yeah. is delicious. It's, it's pretty nice. I've been told about it. Also in a very overhyped manner, but I haven't had The chicken's whatever. Like, try. if the way I put it to grill, uh, shout out grill, hey. is um, if someone came up to me and told me, look, I have two options to have lunch for today. We can go to Raising Cane's or we can get Publix chicken tenders. Oh, yeah. Publix. I'll be like, why are we my, even talking, bro? Answer. Why are we talking? Like, I'm offended. Like, Publix fried chicken is the fucking best fried chicken. Dude, it's amazing. It's insane. It's amazing. And it's the so subs, good. the pub subs. Publix chicken tendy sub. Oh, the pub the subs. Only, the only sub I get. Ooh. All right. So... I've heard Zesto's is a big thing here in, in Atlanta. I've never heard of it. Um, I've also it, I'm, we're also new here, so. <laughs> oh okay, so no, I live I live in Tyrone, um, and we have the last Zesto's restaurant in Atlanta. What's Zesto's? Uh, sh- dude, you're gonna have to Google it because I found out this. It's like a staple. It's like what Atlanta was founded off of Zesto's. And no more of them? Is that Zestos with a Z? I think there there used to be, but then the pandemic closed. Yeah, Z Z with the Zestos. Uh, I've I've heard the pandemic closed a bunch of them here in Atlanta. And so it sounds like Tyrone is the last existing. There's a a few. Yeah? There's a few. All right. Well, oh my God. Talk about chicken wings. There's one and probably one of the exits that you got off by accident. It's good. And what is it? What is this place? It's it's like a it's like a mom pa burgers and wings joint, and they have like uh, they have custard and stuff too. They have like a chubby, chubby Decker or a Fat Boy. <laughs> See, they got some. They got some. Blonde, steak yes. burger, chicken fillet. Oh yeah, fish fillet, blackened tilapia. They're hot wings. They have gyro wraps too. That's weird. They got gyro wraps. Ice cream burgers, chili. Hot dogs. They got quesadillas. Yo, it's good. It's good. I want to try that fat boy. <clears throat> Do their bacon burger with the curly fries and the six-piece wings with hot sauce. It's just, that's a good night. Oh, no, this one's permanently closed. 
Yeah. Let's see. Let's see, try this one. This one closing soon. So we have 13 minutes to get there. All right, let's go. <laughs> 28 wow. minute drive. If you go on the website, they have a list of their locations. But yeah, we brought you here around. just to talk about Manda. Three and food locations. Yep. Yeah. I like it. So, I like it. We're so. gonna have zero substance to this podcast today. The substance is in the food and the and the manga, and the and the and the. Do you play D and played Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, we talked. <laughs> Did you finish it? No, I'm still. Uh, What's I, that? Um, have you ever heard of uh, Borderlands, the game? No. All right, so. Borderlands is a game franchise that has three games out um, from dating to like, I don't remember where, like 2010 or some shit. It's I don't know. way back. Um, and it's like this kind of like very artistic style cartoon, uh, like art game. Um, but it's like a, sh a, shoot a looter shooter. Mm -hmm. Essentially just run around shooting shit, looting. With some of the just most things. ridiculous things that they say and that happens. It's, yeah. It's hilarious. It's so funny and it's so much fun. Um, so they made a spin-off game of that franchise called Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland. But she was she was in three. Yeah, Tiny Tina's a character from the third game. Yeah. And then this new game, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, is essentially the same style of game, but but she is hosting a D and D session, mm -hmm. and then you're playing as the as a character in the D and D session. Yo, and the other characters are voiced by Andy Samberg. Yeah. Wanda Sykes yeah. and Will Arnett. Yeah. Like just legends. Amazing cast, yeah. Amazing voice cast. It's really good. Yeah, and so, so it's like, so when you ask, have I played D and D? So kind of. <laughs> so it's a game within a game? Exactly. Kinda, yeah. It's very it's it's not exactly D and D because there's a lot of like guns and rockets and shit like that. But it's like you're it's like you're imagine you're playing a D and D game but you're the character, so you're not rolling or anything, you're just kind of like playing yeah, yeah yeah and then like stories happen and then there's points in the in the game where she's telling a story and then you do something and it changes her story and then she has to like fix it and change it and make it make an excuse for like what happened like when the giant cheeto fell yeah, on the map a giant cheeto on the map <laughs> and you're like where's our giant cheeto here what she's like it's a meteor and then she's, huh? any platform all platforms well i i think playstation xbox and pc Oh yes, I don't think it's a Nintendo. I mean, a Nintendo. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean when I say I'll play. <laughs> the ones that I play. Why did you bring up D and D? I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, that's okay. No, just thought. Yeah, I feel like you had a train of thought there, and we kind of yeah, just derailed, derailed it. That <laughs> <laughs> was already a derailed train of thought. It was going nowhere. I do host a a, mo a monthly game night at my house. What kind of games do you play? When uh, we've played, oh, dude, we've played uh, Settlers of Catan. Ooh, that's a fun game. Yeah, dude, I have the first edition Pictionary. Oh shit! Interesting. Okay, that's uh, a frustrating game. That's a frust. We had, yeah. we do Pictionary charades. Um, this last time we did a murder mystery. Oh, nice. Okay. That was pretty wild. The uh, death at a bar is what it's called it's it's the hunt a killer brand okay i've i've done a murder mystery in D. &D. oh yeah where true. my characters so are you saying it's a game within a game it was a game within a game what well, was a mystery <laughs> <laughs> let's kill it 
Let's kill this drink. Yeah, let me let me get a top off. I'm a slow. By the way, this is this is a this is a treat that I'm drinking for you with you guys because I I rarely drink alcohol. Um, oh, thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, it's it's just because I'm taking in a vice in creative vices. I'm such a lightweight, uh, and I'm I'm trying to get into shape. Um, I've been really skinny my whole life. And so I'm like actually the most I've ever weighed with like muscle and everything. So alcohol just doesn't agree with me. And I've watched way too many of, of, uh, friends and family, like increase in weight over the years because man, drinking, you get so many extra calories and it's just like, ah, oh, we got another thermos. I think I've like split them. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, wait, never mind. This is just heavy. But some, anyways. You want some of the back? No, no, you're good. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Alcohol does make you gain weight. Like, it's a known thing. It does make you gain weight. Um, and it is really unhealthy if, if not if not drink with you know, limitations. I'm not much of a drinker. Like, I enjoy a good drink. But I'm not, like, one of those people that's like, as soon as I get home from work, I need a screwdriver. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Like, I drink when it's a social situation. But, I, like, casually. But yeah. I don't really drink on my own or whatever. Yeah, I think this is the highlight of our drinking alcohol yeah like, like i drink wine though um okay um more often than anything else remember when we used uh, to like when we first moved up here we, we we used to drink wine all the time pretty much every day when we first moved here <laughs> and then it got expensive so we stopped <laughs> you had a whole like shelf of like empty bottles yeah dude i used to i used to buy like good wine um and then because i drink so infrequently i'd crack the bottle i'd pour myself a quarter glass i'd feel it and then I wouldn't drink for like a week and a half, and then the wine spoiled. And I'm like, well, that was thirty bucks down the drain. <laughs> you should do it socially then. Yeah, socially is fun. Yeah. So that's why I'm here with you guys. I'm yes, Creative yeah. Vices, drinking our. Better babies. finish that shit. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> yes, master. So should we talk something regarding film or music or? Yeah, we we usually talk about art, but what's drinking is an art. Nah, man does an art. Limited drinking is smoking's an art. An art. Smoking. Wait, is what an type? Art. Marijuana. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that may, it does make me feel more artistic when I yeah. smoke. <laughs> Makes me feel something else. <laughs> <laughs> I know you smoke. You smoke? Uh, so I've again, I'm super lightweight. <clears throat> so it's good. That means you save money on weed. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> weed takes a lot longer to spoil than wine. My buddy makes fun of me so much because like he comes over once every week or so, and like my supply is just never diminishing because like a joint takes me three weeks to go through sheesh dude look man if you need help i'm here for you <laughs> yeah man if you need some help narrowing that down we got you i did get uh, a vaporizer from a riser shit um, but you're a lightweight i am but here's here's why i got it is because i've been nervous about uh smoking like combusting the marijuana right because what you're inhaling then is smoke um and like science knows any type of smoke is not great for your long-term lung health right so a riser is this company that specializes in like they call it aromatherapy <laughs> but essentially it's 
you can put like rose hips and rose leaves in it, but we all know that's not what it's used for. Yep. Yeah. And just, just like the spice grinder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The spice grinder. Yeah. Yeah. For, for my pep- oregano. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I I put it in there and um, in like 60 seconds it'll heat up to 190 Celsius. Uh, 60 seconds after that, you can start pulling on it, and I take one or two uh, puffs on it. I'm good. I think I've used one before from a friend of mine that had one. And if, if it's the same thing that you're talking about, I think I took a couple hits and I was destroyed. It Which was one's the vaporizer, the one that you do in a bag? No, that is... a volcano. That's... A, well, there is a brand called a volcano that is a type of vaporizer. Um, but, no, no. Uh, what was your question? How do you, what's the process of intaking through a vaporizer? It's much like smoking a hookah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the hookah has a tube connected to the central source, right? Very same thing with at least the design I got is there's uh, glass elements that uh, they're frosted glass, so they fit together without sticking. Um, And then the bud goes right near the heating element, a button press, and then the fan starts blowing it up the tube and you just inhale. It's like an electronic bond. Exactly, yeah. Without without the smoke. Where does it go? Well, so with vaporizing, you heat the flower, not to the point of combustion, but the THC, the CBD, and the cannabinoids, um, and a bunch of the other chemicals, uh, are released from their bond from the actual plant material. So that's actually what you're inhaling. You're not actually inhaling any like... So it sounds like it's a lot more powerful than just straight up burning flour. It's a lot more powerful and it's a lot more pure too. Just the aromas. Exactly. <laughs> Getting high off the aromas. <laughs> where, can a, where can a curious mind acquire one of these things? Ariser.com. A-R-I-Z-E-R dot C-O-M. Brought to you by today's sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Please. We should hit him up as for a sponsorship. Dude. It's, it's really good. I mean, so for me... Um, one of my uh, self-care routines is watching movies. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you guys have seen, like, most... Oh, yeah, you, you do reviews time to time. I, I see your stories. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a, I have an Instagram highlight that's labeled worthy movies. So if I watch it and I'm like, dude, this was a great movie. I want to, like, other people... To, it goes in that reel. Yeah. Um, I love a good movie, man. Oh. I love watching a good movie. But my mind gets really calmed when I when I smoke or when I vape, which is really nice because I've watched movies. I rewatch movies all the time. Yeah, of course. And there's been times when I've actually like vaped and now I'm watching a movie just a little bit high and I'm so much more present that I'm like... It's a different experience. I've never noticed that thing that they did just happen before and I've seen it like five times. I like watching movies really high. It's a different experience. When I, when I saw Avatar 2... I went during like a matinee hour, so it was on like, a, on like a Wednesday, and there was like nobody there. It was just me in the whole theater by myself. Noon on a Wednesday in a theater. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. And I was, by, I was by myself, and I took a really strong edible. Shout out to Cam who gave me the edible. Nice. Um, and I took a like a crazy strong edible, and I Bro, just sat there like in an empty that? theater watching Avatar for like three hours. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> Like the movie finished and I was like, where am I? <laughs> you remember we watched uh, Bullet Train on Shrooms? No, not Bullet Train. We watched 
um, everything everywhere all at once. Oh wow! How was Living that? Rooms. Yeah, that was. No, I think that was you. I think we. Oh, that was just me then. Okay. Yeah, bulletin. I think we 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 were on something. I think I'm. Just this is the this sure. is the drugs episode, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Creative devices, baby. <laughs> now I watched everything everywhere all at once on shrooms, and it was probably the the greatest one of the greatest shrooms experiences I've had. Oh. It was so good. I was so into it. I it was like one of the, like I said during the avatar, it was the same thing. I was so engaged. Yeah. And uh, I just like I like I I was so in tune with the movie, and I didn't like realize like my surroundings. Like nothing existed besides like what was happening in the movie. And there was so much like movement and color and stuff in the movie that mm-hmm. I was just like fucking like eyes glued to the TV with my pupils fucking taking up my whole eye. It was so good, and it was it was a lot. Of, I haven't seen it sober since then, and I kind of don't want to. I feel like it'll. Oh, you're gonna you're not gonna experience it the same yeah. way. Yeah, and it was just like the most. It was so magical. I felt like I was in another dimension. It was really fucking cool. I like to watch Interstellar. Oh They're yeah, higher. Oh shows. yeah, it's too sad. I, although there was a sad moment in um, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, and I was bawling my eyes out towards the end. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Cool, cool thing. Uh, just uh, since we're on this topic, I, I know some. It's a hot topic here in Georgia. Like either yeah. people are hot or cold with it. <clears throat> and I, I learn a lot about a lot. Like I'm really educated on science and physics and all that stuff. I love that. It's really cool when you dig into the science behind marijuana and mushrooms, and then you compare that to the science behind alcohol and cigarettes and let's talk about mushrooms for for a minute here science has shown that it's the least addictive uh psychedelic and drug that a human can take because you're when you consume magic mushrooms they bind with certain proteins in the brain and there's a finite number of these proteins at any given time. So you can take five grams of mushrooms today and get like tripped out, balls to the wall, like high. But if you take that same amount tomorrow, you won't feel the effects because your body needs time to recreate those proteins that the magic mushrooms, um, psilocybin, the chemical in magic mushrooms, binds to. I've never had it on two days. I feel like, like on a on a on a psychological level, I need to recover from a mushroom trip the yeah. next couple of days. At least give myself like one or two days of recovery, because even like one, one time I took mushrooms and it took a good amount, and they say it was supposed to last like eight hours, and I felt like it lasted me twelve hours going on into the next morning. Oh. I went to my friend's house. Um, and we did it like, I think it was like, like 11 AM, um, that we took them. They started taking effect like closer to noon. And then we just stayed in, like we watched a bunch of movies. We talked a lot of shit and it was fucking awesome. And then I went home like close to midnight and I was still kind of like seeing things. I wasn't feeling it as strongly as its peak, but I was still like, I was driving home and because it was nighttime, there's a lot of lights and stuff. (laughs) And I was still kind of seeing them like breathe and move and stuff. And then I woke up the next morning and I was still kind of like, like, whoa, like I'm still kind of seeing things a little, a little wiggly over here. Yeah. So, you know, it's true. I needed like a day to just like not take anything. Like just, I'm just going to drink a whole bunch of water yeah. today. 
Well, and the body naturally just won't allow you to because once those proteins are bound to. Although there's people that microdose, which I assume, given the information that you just gave me, I assume microdosing is a little bit more tolerable for the brain because it uses up less of those that protein. There needs to be more studies done around microdosing because right now there, there's nothing reliable in controlled studies. It's all just people's own personal experiences at this moment. So there's there's zero science behind microdosing. Everybody has experienced it in different ways, different effects. Some people have positive effects, some people have negative effects. So there needs to be a lot more studies around Well, I urge any scientist listening to come to me and study me microdosing shirts. <laughs> I'll be happy to volunteer for uh, Yeah, that, I'll I'll, part, I'll partake that in experiment. that experiment. Yeah. Yeah, we'll volunteer. Isn't like Going to the bathroom on shrooms, kind of interesting. Yeah. Especially when you're pooping, you're just kind of like looking at the wall. And like, <laughs> Yeah. Everything's, everything's like talking to you almost. I, so, feel like I'm, I feel like my surroundings are somehow communicating with me. I have yet to actually have a mushroom trip. Um, oh, dude. I, I did five uh, a couple, like maybe last month I did the Heroes Dose. But I think my supply, like. What's a Heroes Dose? Five grams. Okay. Yeah. Um, when I opened the package, I packaged everything myself, by the way. Okay. Um, that's all I'm going to say, <laughs> but, um, the shrooms weren't bone dry. And so I think the dose was actually much, much less. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I was so bummed. Cause like that happened I, to me once though. So I have it in my Apple notes too. I like took a, took a note every hour or so how I was feeling. And like three hours in, I'm like, well, I think it's over. Yeah. I think that happened to me once. I got shrooms from a friend of mine that he had been growing himself. And I guess he didn't give them to me when they were fresh. F- I don't know like what was wrong with them, but I I had them and like nothing happened. Yeah. I was like, Yo, these are some bum shrooms. Like, he probably just found these on the fucking <laughs> Just gave you side of the street. Or something. Yeah, shrooms. Right. <laughs> is she talking mushrooms? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> So like there's there's really cool studies that's being done. Um, I, I, anybody who's curious about this too on Netflix, there's a show called How to Change Your Mind, um, and it's really educational as far as things like uh, MDMA, Molly, uh, ayahuasca, all these Schedule One drugs that have been banned since the Nixon administration. Yeah, the war on drugs. Right, but they were actually being studied back then for. Um, psychiatric use like in actual applicable ways have you guys seen the whole um how marijuana or thc can like alleviate um parkinson's disease mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's just to name one I've seen, oh, let's, yeah, let's I've be seen clear a, alleviate not cure no no there's yeah no, yeah alleviate i've, seen a, I've seen a video of that treatment of the it's like it an, an older old, dude yeah an old video and this guy like he he started smoking he he just came in like shaky as fuck you know like you can tell it was like really bad and he just smoked a joint and then like just chilling yeah cut to later and he was just like laying on the couch like like super still it was really cool so there's in science there's terms called correlation and causation yeah heard that before um so just because we have a greater amount of correlation doesn't mean we have a greater amount of causation yeah and so what what you're mentioning um Again, more studies need to be done around this because marijuana, right, has in the past couple five years started being decriminalized. But at the federal level, there's still some like ugh around Some it. gray line still. 
Yeah, so like we haven't been able to study these things, but what what we're finding is they have like such great medicinal uses and you can trip your balls off. <laughs> but but then you have like things like alcohol which no it, benefits. There's zero benefits to it. There you you're putting science is is uh there's this podcast I'm going to drop it if it's okay. Yeah, go for it. Science versus. Shout out Science versus. Great podcast. I listen to them like almost daily. Nice. But they did an episode on alcohol. And what we're uncovering is when your body digests alcohol, it turns into a different form that actually negatively interacts with your DNA. Um, And so it's potentially a cancer-causing agent. And so, like, amongst the, all the other negative benefits of alcohol, negative consequences of alcohol, cancer could be one of them. That's crazy. I'm glad I'm not a heavy drinker. Yeah. Um, so for, similar, for reasons like that, like, I've always considered alcohol to be something to be taken with um, limited use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't do too much alcohol either. My, like, like uh, my dad actually passed away because his... Um, gets the roses mm-hmm. he, he was an alcoholic so it's first really off that that sucks i'm sorry no, I'm just 2012 times gone by he's probably chilling up in heaven doing like damn mm-hmm. directing daffing shit <laughs> my kid uh no nah, but he he was also from a different generation where like status and my and money and just all this shit was more important so it was more high stress factor and levels but still like that that experience kind of like why do people drink like to kind of cure their pain that i mean it's just i don't know i had i had insight to this uh a couple years ago um yeah i was dealing i i forget them i forget the situation i was going through um but i was i was in a dark place uh and and it it wasn't wasn't for a long time but I was dealing with something. I was at a very low point, and I remember talking to my mom. Um, my mom and I are very close, and I'm like experiencing what I'm going through, and making me want to escape it makes me understand why people either do drugs or drink, because it it does it numbs the feeling. It's an escape. Yeah, it's an unhealthy way of dealing with. It numbs it, but yeah. doesn't confront them. Right, it's it's not it's not a productive way to deal with it at all, but it made me understand the desire. I was like, "Wow, I'm at I'm at a really shitty place in life where that thought came across, but that thought connected with me on an empathetic level to just be a little bit more empathetic to people that are, that are alcoholics." I'm like, "Oh shit, I understand." Yeah, yeah, that's why creativity is my vice. It's healthy. I mean, it's not financially healthy all the time, but <laughs> it's healthy and it's like progressive because whatever I feel, I can just put it on paper and share it. So, so I want to talk about that for a second. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um, and that's all the time we have for today. Yay. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're in this realm right now where we've got two strikes happening. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, you guys, you have survival jobs. So many people in the industry, whether they're crew or cast, actors, producer, director, everybody's got a survival job. For disclaimer, I don't. Oh, okay. You don't. My apologies. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. Um, 
So for my entire life, I saw shame on Andy's <laughs> face. <laughs> my entire life, I've wanted to be an actor. I've known this since I was four years old. Um, but as an adult, I, I've had financial responsibility thrust on me at a very early age. Like I was mowing lawns at 14. My first official job was at 15 and I've been working ever since. But one thing I knew I didn't want to do was to be an actor that held down a, a serving job or um, work at Publix or anything like that. Disclaimer, not that there's anything wrong. I hate that we have to say that, by the way. Not that I'm not shitting on those people. But this industry is so tough with the constant rejection, how much of it is just out of your control. Where I, in my, in my late 20s, I was working in customer service. I don't have a college degree. I said to myself, this is, this is too much. I can't work in customer service and pursue my dreams. They don't mesh. And so I ended up learning how to code, which on a whim, I found that I was good at. It completely changed my life. I've been making six figures ever since. And it's helped me understand in a different way as an actor, the power you have when money is a bit more in your control, how different you come off when you're auditioning, when you're stepping into a room and you're not having that desperation of, man, I could use this $300 today or this 1200 bucks for these couple days gig, it just comes off completely different. And I think that's such a thing that's not talked about enough is like acting's great. And if you're young, if you're in your early twenties and you still have help from your parents, awesome. Go for it. Try your best. But if you're past your early twenties, like 22, 23, you need to start thinking, in my opinion, you need to start thinking of like, what if this doesn't take off for 10 more years? Can you do something that's going to be kind of a career that can help you have a stable financial foundation so then you can move forward in life rather than if your career in acting takes 10 years? That's a conversation that's just not had. I think a lot of it is... Um... <laughs> The simple answer I have to that is confidence. A lot of people prioritize fame, money, growth, and all these things that, of course, they should be incentivized and they should be part of the growth or the journey. But I think you just got to be confident in the decisions you're making. You got to prioritize the things that you want to prioritize in because, like everyone says, there's no real formulas to, like, how to get to point A to point B. But since last year, when I made that big jump, like, I don't know how to explain it, but just simply being serious enough and wanting it and knowing that I, I have something to give, sh shit falls into place. Like, I don't know, it, uh, even now, when I, don't, I haven't had a consistent job since May, and somehow I'm still finding income to pay my bills. Mm hmm and the only drive I have is I just got to keep going. I got to keep doing. I got to keep honing this craft. I, I like through creative gym, through through like doing freebies, through doing like low rates or th doing great rates. Just kind of doing and keep at it. 
Because a lot of people get lost at that whole like, oh, I really need these 300 bucks, man. And it kind of like makes you shift your priority as to like what you really want to try to do with it. Because it becomes a paycheck, not necessarily a, a, like a stepping stone. A stepping stone. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's. Well, this is the challenge, right? It's like. It's a challenge. It's, it's a balance between. <laughs> We've just been recording nothing. I see it right. Well, there's what what you're saying has a lot of truth to it. Um, and this all like from personal perspective. Everyone's story is different. Yeah. I just know that from experience, a lot of people tend to lack that confidence to take that risk factor because, oh, what if I don't do it? What if I don't land the job? Or what if? What if? What if? What if? What if? What what if you just look at the biggest what if and what if I never try? I think that's the biggest risk factor. What if I never try? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, what do you what do you have to lose? I mean, for me, it was literally it was a life changing moment that made me have the ultimatum of either give it up and just get a day job to make ends meet, or to just get a tight period of time and make it happen i chose the time yeah i agree i agree with you uh, i always like <clears throat> a lot of times i struggle with um finding the the confidence to to do something risky i guess um and one of the things i always like try to remind myself or or praise to myself even if maybe it doesn't resonate with anybody but it resonates with me is just reminding myself that um Failure is kind of like part of the whole of the whole thing. Um, I always just say that in order to know like where to go, the best way is to know where not to go. Um, in in other words, like like failing, it just teaches me what not to do, and then try it a different way, and then maybe I'll get the results that way. I, I look forward to failure. Actually, it it, it motivates me, and in, in a weird way, I, I it I don't like being excellent I, that's why I, what we always say is we can always do better because yeah it's like what fun is it being perfect like that's already a plateau that we're what, what's above that just yeah. i mean well i think i think it takes a special person um i think they're tall insane <laughs> my mom well, says i'm special so like uh, there, there's a difference we're talking about here like you guys are talking hustle mentality right you're you're not working a job. You're hustling. You're working your butts off to be entrepreneurs in the thing that you're trying to get off the ground, right? In a sense, that's a lot more in your control because as as being able to have gear and be able to be the production company on something, it's a lot more in your control as long as you just do the marketing, advertising, and networking. With acting, it's a much more rejection-focused industry. <clears throat> and And... I uh, think yeah, acting is a diff- more it's a different beast on its own cuz it's more driven on like the mercy of others. Exactly. And so I guess that's where I'm coming from for actors uh is since so much is out of your control that that knocks people's confidence down so much and like we hear it all over LA it's like uh, the annuals people come to LA and a year later they're out of money and then they got to move back home. And so my philosophy, I guess kind of what I stumbled upon when I started to learn how to code is like, 
I have my plan A to fund my plan B. That's smart. That's a smart way to go about it. Or maybe you flip the tables. What if it's like your plan B to fund your plan A? Well, I wouldn't be doing my plan A if I could use my plan B to fund it. No, but meaning like your plan your your plan A is your ultimate plan, like your your ultimate goal. So you're using plan B to supplement those gaps to get you closer to your plan A. Um, and even with that, like funny enough, an actress told me this once in a podcast. The only reason I say that is because sometimes when you really, obviously it's harder for each individual based on the path that they're trying to embark on, but... Embark, it, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can use nice words sometimes. Mm. Uh, but the challenge... Deoxyribonucleic acid. That's <laughs> a shrooms. It's a shrooms speaking. Uh, I wish. But uh, something she taught me was that there's no such thing as plan B, C, D, etc., etc. Like, if you really are serious about something, it's it's just your plan A. So, putting all chips on the table. Obviously, there's variations on that. That's why I kind of flipped the coin on you. Where yeah, there's a plan A point one, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think it's. I disagree with that because it, Will Smith has that same mindset. He was like, you know, I, there was gonna be no plan B for me. Like I was gonna make this happen or die. He said that on like some talk show or something. And I I, I think that's a that's a that's a that's the wrong mindset to advertise. It's okay if you can do it. Like, if you have that capability that you're you're financially okay to do it, you have that hustle mindset, and, like, you can handle all those obstacles, that's not 90% of people. Well, maybe maybe I wouldn't even say it's the wrong mindset. It's, it's the most high-risk factor mindset. Yes, yes. Wrong is... In this playing field, there's no wrong. It's just what works. Right, right. So. High risk. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Because um, if if you don't have a plan B, I'm I'm in this I'm in this business acting group right mm-hmm. now, and it's it's really cool the mindset they they stretch us with. But um, the question they did ask is like, so what if your acting career took ten years to actually like take off? And like maybe any given year, I mean, Kurt, you, he was a really big actor here in Atlanta. And sometimes he'll only have like five uh, gigs that he books. Like I think after the, uh, maybe right before the pandemic, he had pretty low statistics on his audition to booking ratio. And he had a photography business, right? His plan A funded his plan B or his plan B funded his plan A, tomato, potato. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but I think you, as actors, gone is the day of let me just get the serving job to help get me through because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It at the end of the day, you're broke. You're making minimum wage, whether it's a serving job, whether it's working at Publix, whether it's an Amazon call line. Like minimum wage isn't going to help you in your ability to find a spouse, uh, to buy real estate, to do the things that we need to actually get ahead in life. And if you do that for 10 years and you're just broken in poverty for 10 years, that's tough. That's, I wouldn't recommend that. But people, there are exceptions. I think whatever works for the individual knowing the risk factor. So for example, on my end, 
and apparently now Abe's end. Uh, Are you not working either? No, no. In regards to what I'm about to say, um, (laughs) the risk factor that we're taking, it's a little bit more kind of like forgiving opposed to the actor because the actor's tools is themselves. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people like to... You guys have a business. Yeah. You guys have supplies that... A lot of people like to... A lot of like normal society like to invest in property, stocks, and like even go gamble and all that. I tell people, I'm a filmmaker. I already gamble every day. Like well, my investments is what you see right yeah, here. Yeah, we make we we want we go broke making investments on like overhead um, utilities, shit like shit like all this gear that you see here, and which is a very slowly up. depreciating investment, by the way. It is. It is um, st- still depreciating, nonetheless. But like Andy was, the point Andy was trying to make, um, if I may, uh, is no. that we're 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 going broke, you know, do, doing all this stuff. But the hustle is like paying it, trying to get it together to pay it all back. Like it's an investment. It's it's called an investment for a reason. You know? Yeah, because my mindset is, you guys have like an LLC or a business structure. Not right? yet. That's gonna be. What are you doing? You know how many write-offs you can have for this I stuff? Understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But also, I don't want to walk into something that I'm not familiar with. I'd rather get a familiarity on what it is. Dude, it takes like five minutes to get familiar with it. No, I... Un- maybe. Maybe. Five, five minutes and a hundred bucks. I mean, with, 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 uh, with the federal government and, uh, and the... And stocks, not stocks, but with with that shit, it's there's a lot of loopholes, a lot of things that I don't want to like, kind of present myself into my playing field when it's like already a problem. I just want to make sure I got my ass covered. Right now, I'm taking the risk again, my risk, but um, mainly because there's a lot of people that also say there's no point of building an LLC if you have nothing to kind of like compensate it for, or nothing to really kind of like. Are you guys getting income? That we don't, we're not getting enough income. That's it. Like we're not getting enough income to really justify getting an LLC. You so need right six hundred dollars in order to officially have like taxable income for LLC. Have you made six hundred dollars this year? Yes. Uh, that are taxed now. Can you provide proof of income? Uh, sometimes. So, so the, why I say this is because I'm I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. Because the way I'm operating is as a sole proprietor at the moment. Eventually, the goal is to transfer to an LLC or uh, or a S corp or whatever would be making more sense at that time. But yeah. at the moment, I'm solely I'm I'm a sole proprietor. Or, or yeah, is it incorporated? Do you have any legal no certifications behind it being a sole proprietorship? Sole proprietor is I'm the business. Okay, so nothing legal. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what a sole proprietor is. So definitely get an LLC because if you, here's, here's the biggest reason why I recommend it is the amount of tax write-offs you can have as just being an LLC can really help your ability to succeed financially. Are you going to help me navigate through it? Yeah. I've, I literally had to study it to just uh, get an LLC for Elevate Films. Well, if you help me, then I'll get it. That's the thing. That, Let's have a call, man. Because that's, that's the thing with me. A lot of people say you should do this, you should do that. But they just leave it at that, and they just leave you to figure out on yourself. And don't really consider the 20,000 things I'm already taking care of, out, not only in film, but in my personal life. Yeah. So Let's have a call. That's another reason. Like 
I'm not gonna, that's my point, that I want to get an LLC, but I don't want to just get it to get it. I want to get it because I know the ins and outs. I know, kind of, they just sample. Also, done is better than perfect. Like, yeah, but again, government, I don't want to fuck around with that. But a biggest example I can give you is what you said last time. Oh, hey, uh, I can't seem to find the video and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll fix it. So I, I want, I'm a person that reacts on confrontation of, of clarity. So if I, if I know what, I, what's the problem and what the solution is, then I'll do it. But I'm not going to just do something because to have it. Like, for example, it's done, it's happened many times that I get something because people tell me you have it and I just don't know how to navigate it. I don't know how to operate it or I don't have the resources to really do it properly. So then I end up probably like going into a bigger hole than I anticipated. So, so let me, let me just, let me just, uh, put out a couple things of like what an LLC does for you. Let me take a drink real quick. Go for it. I'm telling you, man. Are you All right. So it? I want to <clears throat> for my photography thing. Here's, here's a couple benefits to an LLC as a sole proprietorship without any legal certification saying that you are a business entity. And even if you did have without an LLC ship or even anything above that, if something goes wrong and somebody sues you, they can take everything you personally own. Limited liability. I'm aware of that one. Um, with a limited liability, they can only take what the company owns. When it comes to uh, investments in camera and gear and stuff like that, that qualifies as a, as a business expense and you can write up you can write off up to the amount of money you've earned through your business. So if you've invested $10,000 and you've made $12,000, you can write off like actual like business expenses, not legal advice, by the way, but we'll talk about specifics. I'm just giving examples here for the audience sake. Um, but if you buy camera gear and uh, lenses and this stuff is required for you to do, if you buy software subscriptions, these are things that are potential tax write-offs. So then when I it think even like taking a client out to lunch, mm. you can write off. Yep. That is a business expense. Yep. Um, so just starting with an LLC allows you to take advantage of those tax capabilities that are designed to protect businesses to help them succeed. Because our, our whole American dream is built on free enterprise, like people building businesses to like bring value to the economy. Um, beyond that, if you wanted to grow, an LLC is a really great place to get a business checking account, a business savings account, a business credit card, a business loan, all things that then you can leverage without dipping into your own personal funds. I mean, be responsible with it still, right? There, there are interest rates involved in loans and credit cards and stuff. Make sure you're responsible there. But it just allows you to get access to things to help you grow faster than if you could with your own personal resources. And then as you grow from an LLC, if you wanted to become an S-Corp or a C-Corp, then what that allows you to do, typically like you won't get a large loan as an LLC. Um, banks and financial institutions tend to see that as like a bit riskier scenario. But if you have reputation and then you grow into an S-Corp or a C-Corp, you get access to better 
amount of loans with better and lower interest rates. All while being able to then maybe raise IPO, um, public shares. Like there, there's a lot of real benefits once you break into the SNC Corp. But the LLC immediately just brings advantages your way as far as like financials. Just to clear up, I, I, I plan to get LLC. It's just my priorities are in the fundamental or foundation stages right now. Uh, my priority is making sure that we have a brand that is noted. We have a, a landing page, then we still need to build a website. Uh, that we have all these things. And again, I'm not, due to many experiences, I'm not one that just does something because people tell me to do it. Mm -hmm. I do it in a way that builds structure and, and intention. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the way we... Just getting it is low risk, by the way. No, I understand. Like, well, again, if you, I'm if not, you I'm delay, not, you're missing out on the benefits of it. And I'm, I'm, and that's the thing. I'm fully aware. Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not oblivious to it. I'm taking again a risk factor. Have you had on bad it. interactions with the government? Is that where this comes from? No, it's just, I again, it's. I mean, by the FBI. We're, I think we're we're extracting more than it's already said. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's not the time. I'm um, my sure, priority sure, somewhere sure. else, and, and I'm sure you like. Not, you're not trying to do it out of malice or anything, but I, all I say is like, I'm aware, respect my decision, and totally. and I'm just prioritizing something that, because the LLC will just give like that federal security or financial security, but what I'm kind of like really pursuing right now is longevity security. I'm, I'm trying to make something that becomes kind of like integral and intuitive and once I feel that this is worth really putting out to the public and people want to be part of it, then I want to invest the LLC. And on top of that, it's just there's other expenses and investments that I have to like focus on. Yeah. But for example, my main goal, my first year goal since I moved up here is I'm going to give myself till March of 2024 to to just do to just do and do it as like the great gym through podcasts through indie film work and all that stuff and based on those results i'm gonna i'm gonna know of like yeah this is this is where i need to be this is what i need to do so it's just it's coming like i know it's kind of like what is wrong with you but it's coming it's it's I'm more of a simmering person. I don't like to go to rapid boil. I, I, I like to make sure that flavors develop, that complexity is there, and that at the end of the day, for example, when people hear Division Media Group, they they know quality. They know trust. They know respect, experience. So it's coming. Like, I just, just if, if you really want, this is what I'll tell people. If you really want me to do something, Let's get to work. Don't expect me to get it done. Let's get to work because you don't know what else I got in my binder. You don't know what else I'm working on. So if you really want to help me with the LLC, you got my phone number. You, we can FaceTime. We can figure it out together. But that's the only thing. That's that's kind of like... Well, but at the, same, at the same play, I'm offering help. But I think... I had a, I had a chat with my buddy about this. Yeah. It's like... I can offer you help, 
but I can't be the one to reach out to you to give you my help. Oh, of course. That's that. That's it goes both ways. Like mm. that's what I'm saying. That factor is going to be determined by what happens tomorrow. Yeah. So if you call me tomorrow, well, I mean, let's schedule it because <laughs> <laughs> we both we both have lives. But like, I'm very sincere. If you guys do, I literally just did the LLC, so I have it all fresh in my mind. So like, genuinely, the offer's on the table. I'm I'm fully able to like put something on the calendar and like walk through it with you and answer any questions. I, I know the surface areas. I know like I know you can do either a DIY where you just go straight to the government page or you can go a third party where you have like you get your own agent and all that. I just I'm the type of person you can ask Abraham. I'm the type of person I really want to know what I'm walking into before I agree on it because And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a really smart way to approach things. So it's 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 naive and incompetent to an extent that I haven't done it yet, but I'm also like that reckless in that regard that I'm just gonna do something to do it because people are telling me to do it. Like, I wanna know why, I wanna know how to do it right. And right now everything is always kind of confronted with, you should do it because you save money. I'm like, okay, like, tell, how do I save money? How do I do this? What are the risk factors? What's the, like, for example, no one ever talks about quarterlies that's something i had to research myself no one talks about um like just what types of write-offs are included what type of these things it's not that's what i really want to enrich myself so i know okay let's let's do this it's 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 essentially i'm looking for a business plan for the llc that i can manage without necessarily letting shit go over my head well it gets even cooler because um if you need to travel and you have your own vehicle, you can rent your vehicle on an hourly rate to your LLC. And that's a, uh, I don't think it's a write-off expense, but I think it does count as like a certain type of expense that reduces tax liability or whatnot. Again, I'm not a financial expert. We'd have to look into it for it. But there's cool things that you can do and even like have monthly meetings at a residence. Like there's a bunch of really cool ways that once you have an llc that you can like finagle finances in very legal ways um but yeah yeah. all this to say super respect where you're at all in due time though i like that's mm. all in due time everyone yeah. has a different length of pages in their story so it took me a, I, I will admit it took me a couple years to get my first llc which i like literally just did this a couple weeks ago for retrospect we started working together last year so we're still we're still like figuring our shit out. We're still figuring out who we are. Still, we're almost at our one year anniversary of. We just learned how to Aww. wipe. Our, moving here, we just Aww. learned how to wipe our ass. <laughs> <laughs> shit, if a one year old can wipe their ass, let's go. <laughs> I want that kid's training. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think everyone has everyone has different experiences and journeys and just encounters. So it does. I think a lot of it comes from a place of love. Just because I think I think the and people that's the, that's the thing with me. Yeah. I'm not. I don't have that experience. A lot of the times I've encountered those those advices, let's say, has been through like judgment. Mm. So that's why I tend to be very defensive. Usually, I'm very experienced with people saying I should do something, and then they will close the door behind them. Sure. And it's like, sure. I'm I'm left by myself trying to figure something out. So. I've changed my mindset that if you really want to, if you really want me to do something, you really believe it's the right thing to do, and you really believe in me, let's get to work. 
Yeah. If not, then mind your own business because you're just adding more work to what you're not seeing. Right, right. So, that's fair. So that, that's from me, it's coming from a place of love. No, I understand. That's why I, I've also become very transparent and we very, appreciate you very yeah, much. Thank, <laughs> thank you for your upfrontness. Yeah, and it, it it it's from a place of like I've learned on what it can all do, and so when now with all the knowledge that I know, I'm like, oh wow this can do so much for you that's where that's what's coming out of me to you guys right now is i'm like oh wow you just don't you might not know what i know and i'm like excited to share it with you because it can that, just make life easy i haven't had that experience though that's a, that's my point that i'm making and that really sucks that you haven't i'm really yeah, sorry a lot about of, that. i don't know if it's a not yet i don't know if it's a hispanic <laughs> thing or if it's just like my unfortunate Probably. events but usually Every time I've been told to do something, it's been out of like judgment and like so the the subtext that I feel that's is very, like that's very big in Hispanic families. Yeah. The subtext that I feel and you should you, you should do this and you should do that and then you're like how and you're like figure it out. Yeah, the mm. subtext that I feel when people say that is you're stupid for not doing it. Mm. And it's like yeah, mm. and I, and then you ask how do you do it? Oh, I doodle it. I'm like what the fuck? I'm like I I could have done that. So that's that's where my defensiveness comes. I'm very aware of it, but I'm also very, in itself, aware as well. Like that, I'm just being real. I'm being real. I'm like, yeah. don't tell me to do something. You're just gonna like leave me to fend for myself. Like let's let's. That's why I love collaboration. That's why I love transparency. That's why I love the things that I do because it's like. That's why I love the team that we're creating because. The ethos stems from providing those opportunities that we didn't have. Yeah. So, so I do I do something uh, personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna segue off of what you're saying related it. to what do you're it. saying. Um, so I I mentioned earlier that I worked in I learned how to code. Um, I've been a software developer. I've worked at places like Amex, Sony. Um, yeah, big stuff. Um, Shout out Sony. I'm a big fan. Sony, sponsor us, please. I love you. Let's go, Sony. Have you guys seen the new Burrata? Is that a cheese? No, it's a new camera. <laughs> I have the Sony A6600. He has the A7S3. <sighs> 6600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, your point? What's your point? So, what I've been really... So, you, you, you kind of mentioned the th- a sentence that was like... We want to start collaborating. We want to start giving opportunity to people that didn't have it. You're, we're in a position to do that. Um, I'm in a position to, with code. Uh, recently, I've been taking on a couple people over the past few years and introducing them to what I went through to learn how to code without a degree um, and to mentor them along the way. And even then to actually work with them to find jobs, to like tell them that process. And it's been successful. I'm in the current process of helping one gal. Um, I just took on another gal and potentially another uh, young man to help mentor them through this. But one of the, I said this earlier too, one of the things that I always do is like, I'll put the offer out there. I've offered doing this to dozens of people. But I've learned because I used to be the guy that would just like kind of like chase you like, hey, come on, you know, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. And it never works. You can't bring a horse to you can bring a horse to water. You can't make him drink. Right. That I agree with you. 
So like, especially if the horse has ADHD. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> so I think one of the things that what we need to recognize is as people who can provide opportunity is we can put it out there, but it's up to the person we put it out there to take advantage of it. Yeah, and to go on an emphasis on that, let's call it luck. A lot of people, another podcaster that I had on uh, or podcast year or whatever you want to call it, um, I asked him, do you believe in luck? And he basically said, luck is just a result of being ready for opportunity. And that was like, damn, that's true. Because when you think about it, the harder you work, the luckier you get. A lot of, a lot of times we expect results, but we're not doing anything to kind of like get to the right place at the right time. So, yeah, I mean, whether it's through like financial opportunities or, or talent opportunities or pursuit of happiness or whatever, be ready. Yeah, you can't fucking want it. Not well, call it call it luck, call it manifestation, call it prayer. Here's what I've learned about these things: is <clears throat> my mom. She's big. You're good. We can hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> My mom is like, Kev, you, your life is so naturally able to manifest things. It's just ridiculous how you go about it. And it's, it's taken me a while to be able to understand what she's talking about when she sees this. And it really comes down to when people want something. Okay, I'll use me, myself as an example. I got laid off from my last customer service job in January of 2018. I could not go back to another customer service job. Like I called in six, 16 times in six months because the job was eating my soul. Been so there, man. yeah. So like my want was bad enough to not go back there. That's why I moved to this state. Big, big reason for that. Yeah. I was in a customer service job. I was like, I can't fucking take this anymore. Uh, respect and, to customer opportunity, service jobs. Thanks to Andy and Ellie, opportunity came to me and I was like, I'm fucking going. I'm not saying no to that. Fuck this. I'm out of here. Right. And look at me now. I'm broke, but not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when it comes to like luck and manifestation and prayer and all that, what I've learned is you have to have a clear vision of what you are asking for. Like, of course. And then you have to have the action to back it up. Like you can't, you can't absolutely. You can't pray, "Hey, I hope I, God, please give me this job tomorrow," and then not like take educate. steps to right. You can't not have the skills and expect that job. You need to learn those skills, and then you need to like put in the action to either network or apply to those jobs, and then eventually you'll get the job. It's like it's not this ethereal, mysterious thing that so many people make it out to be. It's really like clearly define what you want and what you're going after decide you're going to do it and pursue that and then as you live your life your natural decisions and discussions will help you get there that's kind of going back on a full circle of how i started how we started this conversation about like my film journey like it's exactly what you're saying it's having clarity in the destination that you want to be in whether it's one year from now or five years from now or wherever. Um, I'm just going to say it. Uh, I, it's happened. I just don't say I respect the value, but the reason that I started the whole journey full on for real is because last year I found out that that 
we were expecting. Uh, well, not really. <laughs> but I found out that, and I it came to my conclusion. Shit. Do you didn't get a real job now. Do I need to get a real job, or do I need to make my dream come true in six months? You had that turning point. I chose the dream because I had the support. Um, and on the week that I started that journey, the unfortunate thing happened, and we lost that opportunity. And a new one or a new decision came about, which is, do I go back to being comfortable or do I honor the whole process that took place and continue that path? And I chose to honor it. That whole summer, I was PAing in jobs from Under Armour, Dell, uh, Oreos. I had all these great opportunities that, again, confrontation. Am I happy when I'm not working where I'm at? No. So I knew I needed to leave. Again, high risk factor because I was already making a name and I was going to just wipe it away to start fresh. I came to Atlanta. Best decision. The first few months were ass because of the day job I had, but I do not regret it. And going back with Abe, it was literally out of nowhere like, hey, Abe, you want to move in with us? That same night or the following day, I'm in. That alone wasn't a walk in the park either, but I, I, like, there's no real connection that you can really, like, kind of describe when you have, like, a roommate to kind of, like, inspire with, fight with, be broke with. <laughs> like, it's, it's a relationship. I'll be broke with. <laughs> yeah, it's a relationship that really makes you see clearer in a way. But my point is that a lot of the things that, manifest is because you're very intentional you're very aware of what you're doing whether it's the llc whether it's the website whether it's all these things yeah we knew what we wanted if, if it's not happening it's because right now that's not my main goal i have something else that i'm trying to check off and then i'll get to it and that's another on top of that people only see the things not done but not the things that are being done there's a lot of things that we've accomplished that is not necessarily reputable on a grand state status, but I'm fucking proud of the shit we've done. And it's mainly because we've kind of created like a sense of clarity in a way of like, shit, this is, we're actually good at this. We're, there's, I've, I've told you guys to like, like we, we look at our sets and we look at others and what we think is easy is super difficult for people to do. And like, it's, it's just like everything will happen if you really want it to. That's that, that's the, that's the gist of it all. Like you need, if you really want something, what, what are you waiting for? I always leave with that. If you really want something, how do you start with one? No. How do you start with something you want? You start whatever that looks like. You just start whether it's, in an acting position, I mean, go on TikTok and do monologues. Will it work? I don't know, but do something. Don't mope around and like be like, ah, oh, I wish, mm-hmm. I wish. So I mean, it, it's uh, let's draw the parallels, right? You, you, for me with coding, for you with this division media, we had a low point. We had a decision-making moment. Uh, we continue what we're doing, or we just decide to risk something. But then we also defined what it is we are going to go do. 
and then you started, you made action and you PA'd at a bunch of these things. You probably made connections. You were probably talking about this is like what my ultimate goal is, right? And then you started putting out content on Instagram. These are all very like action oriented things that create more opportunity. So when we talk about back to luck, you're working hard. I worked hard. We talked about it. We put things out there that we could reference, we could talk about that then could create more opportunity. And that's the formula. That's It's not this mythical thing. That's the formula. People can replicate this. It's just that each person has different variables to input. Right. So the formula is there. It's pretty different. It's, it's like know what you want and go or know what you want equals success or whatever but what is those variables look what what are the square roots what are the <laughs> what are the different processes that you well, very to- similar you did pa right you probably learned a ton about running division media while you were pa and also i've been doing film since a while back but i think the biggest correlation right now is like i'm a great gaffer right now because out of necessity because out of the three of us we're all cinematographers and we can't all be cinematographers right. so right. it's all it's all correlative how many are correlative correlating correlating thank you it's that time but you all you are also a great gaffer and a great director and a decent actor i mean and all stems going back to confidence it all stems with like you got to know what you want and you got to fight for it and you got to be like this is what I want. I mean, I, I I may be wrong. I may be right. Yeah. But I'm going to try it. That's true. Yeah. That's a, that's also, you know, I feel like you, you're the same way in the sense as me in the sense that sometimes if you're put in a position where you don't know like how to get it done, but you know what the end result should be, like you're just going to go and try everything until you get it yeah. essentially which is kind of what i do when i whenever you put me as gaffer i'm like i don't like i don't i'm not this is not my strong suit but i know what i want so let me just play around until i can find it and, and that's I, how you learn too i wouldn't even say you need to have confidence because the, that's on the realest part not everybody is going to be able to enter this formula with confidence what i will say is be willing to step outside of your comfort zone if you're willing to do that, you don't need confidence right away. Okay with failing. I mean, I mean, confidence is just the repetition of you doing it enough times, and I mean, confidence is just confidence uh, will come. Yeah, but the willingness to get outside of your comfort zone needs to be there. Yeah, let's get something clear. I do not like to be comfortable. It does. It does not no good to me. It's just I feel weird yeah. i like to be yeah. challenged i like to be like what what's next what's going on what's and perpetually fix? uncomfortable uh like you got to be willing to be uncomfortable to like ask a question yep you don't have to be confident but you just have to be like oh i'm gonna ask this and if it comes out awkward awesome but i want to know the answer and i'm pretty confident that unfortunately we've run out of time oh uh, but I'm also very confident that this next follow-up question, which I'm sure you know what the question is, um, you're going to give some pretty enticing feedback on. Um, you're confident that we run out of time just as I was getting comfortable. <laughs> That's true. You were comfortable from that dead go. I know. That's a pretty comfy seat. And you were bitching about it the first time. <laughs> no, I'm glad I made this decision to sit here and not in those chairs. Yeah. So, uh, 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 Abe... 
Come on, it's your cue. Do you know the question we're about to ask you? I don't. So you're not a listener then. You're a fucking traitor. I never exclaimed that I was. Is there, is there a boo? <clears throat> boo. I, I've listened to uh, a number of episodes, but I've never made it to the end of one. So I'm, I'm well, excited. This is the, well, excited to see what you ask. Save yourself the trouble. And this is because this is the end of the podcast episode. And we always ask everybody, uh, what does art mean to you? No, 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 no. Rewind. What does creativity mean to you? Can you cut that part out? That's no. embarrassing. What does creativity mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Give me, give me a second to ponder this. All right. So, being an actor, and I'm also an entrepreneur. Um, what creativity means to me? It doesn't necessarily have to be something I do daily. Um, but it needs to be something that whether I'm good or bad at it, after I'm done with it, I have a feeling of, okay, I'm glad I did that. It could be putting a audition out. Uh, it could be meditating it could be there was this one time i was in wisconsin and a tree it was fall a lot of different colored leaves around and i spent like an hour putting a circle of leaves slowly growing outward from the tree going from uh dark brown to red to yellow to gold to green it was a very like cathartic process, but at the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm happy with that. That was, that was nice. That did something for me. And I don't regret the time I spent with that. I might go to hell for saying this, but that's such a Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we don't have Lee <laughs> down South and in, in, in South Florida. Okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that was a good answer. We that haven't heard good. that one. It was oh, simple. Honestly, it was... We, we hear it's a different, listen to the end of the podcast. <laughs> we, it's a different, everyone gives a different If you want, answer. just like speed through it. Yeah. Maybe the last a different 10 minutes. Answer, and it's, it's always such a good answer too. And it's like, I have my own definition of creativity. You have your own definition of creativity. And then we hear other people's definitions and it's like, yeah, that also means that. You know what I mean? So it's such like this broad um, this broad statement and it's so like interpersonal for everybody, for each individual that I find it like, that's, that's kind of the beauty of it. Um, that everyone has like their own, uh, their own way of, of experiencing, uh, creativity and their own kind of, uh, vision of it for lack of a better word. You know, you so. just, you probably just answered it, but what do you think the first time I kind of presented that conclusion of a question? Like when I first told you about like, oh, we're going to end the show with what's, what creativity means to you. Um, what did I say? I don't remember. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. No, I'm not, I'm not asking what your answer is, but what, what were your thoughts on that approach? Oh, dude, I don't, I don't even remember what I have for breakfast, bro. Like, I don't, I don't remember what my thoughts were. Probably that's a, that's a solid question. I think everyone might have some good insight on that. And I can't wait to answer it myself on the first episode. Sweet. It's a good question. I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. It's simple. Yeah. Straight to the point. And uh, and uh, 
If you want to hear my answer, go to the go first, to episode? first episode. First episode, and it hasn't changed since then. Just know that the first four or five episodes, the quality of the audio is kind of because eh, we're still we didn't have these mics. Yeah, we're the type of people that we had just, like a love set or something. I don't know. We're we the type of people that we do and just develop as we go. Yeah, pretty much. Is that what creativity means to you? Yeah, pretty much. Just do. Yeah, just do and develop. And just do and find the tweaks on the way there. You can spend so much time trying to plan it and then just like get fucking annoyed by it that you only want to start or just do it. All Chance, buildings are built from the bottom. Chance, I yeah. said it earlier too, done is better than perfect. Yep. Chances are is that no one's going to listen to the first few sessions. So what do you have to lose? Just fucking do it. Do it because you enjoy it. Amen to that. Yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed that drink. So good stuff. Yeah. And, appreciate and you I really enjoyed that. the... <laughs> The first literal half of the conversation about yeah. drugs. That was until you got <laughs> until you got sternly scolded about not having an LLC. <laughs> you know what, man? This I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I no, appreciate this was, you guys. This was a very good conversation. I'm really happy with it. All right, with that, uh, I'm. I'm going to learn more about the, the science. We're of probably going to talk truth. more about this stuff. LLC shrooms, maybe at the same time at yeah. some point. That'll be a um, trippy conversation. I think we should, yeah, we should, we should make, we should have some in-house experiments uh, and do our own research for once, you know, on shrooms specifically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Creative Vices. I hope you guys enjoyed me kind of like being a little temperamental. Uh, that's actually very normal most of the time. So yeah, introduce yeah. new new version of Andy. Apparently, an understatement. That, last creative session. Now apparently, I was like, not didn't lose my cool. Which I was the one that was more temperamental. Yeah, I didn't even realize. I just I was very frustrated. Did you lose your cool? I Usually did. I do. Apparently, but apparently last time I didn't. I, don't <laughs> I did, know. and I'm not. I, I'm the one that doesn't lose this cool. So that was an interesting conversation. But anyway, yeah, food time. Come on. Um, can we can we close this off with a sound effect? Can you guys give me a sound effect to do real quick? Well, what do you want? Tell, I don't know. Tell me. Tell me a sound effect. To oh, sound effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, can we, let me let me foley real quick. Uh, do crickets. Maybe I can. Do I can't do crickets. You can do crickets. Wait. That's a dove. <laughs> <laughs> That's close enough. Beatbox us out of here. Uh, I gave money. I gave a time. Oh, God. I gave a promise to And it doesn't seem to matter. And it doesn't seem right. I think we lost the rhythm there. Ciao.